0: Welcome to the Educator Wellness Center podcast. This podcast is for anyone who serves in education. You cannot pour from an empty cup, and so this podcast will focus on practical self-care strategies that you can implement so that you can be at your best for your students, your family, your community, and most importantly, you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Educator Wellness Center podcast. My name is Mike. I am a father, husband, high school principal. And before we get started today, let's just take a breath together. Let's kind of center ourselves. Let's get ready here. And something mindfully that you can do at any time of the day, just kind of a stop, a pause, a reflection, a reset here by just noticing as the breath comes in through the nose filling up holding for a moment and then exhaling and so i probably needed that maybe as much as you guys did because just before i was about to sit down and record this podcast um i heard my daughter yell and said that they needed help. Well, it's Tuesday, February 18th. We're all on midwinter break here. And uh, here in Metro Detroit, we got a winter storm, which dumped several inches of fresh snow. And uh, I had gone out and shoveled already, uh, waiting for the plows to come through and, and hit the roads. And uh, inevitably, inevitably, my wife and daughter said, "Well, we have to go to the knitting store. We have to go to the grocery store. And uh, they got stuck like literally right outside the driveway as they pulled onto the street. So um, I was just getting all settled here, have my notes kind of scattered about, and uh, had to go and help them. So I kind of needed that kind of just moment to just like So I hope you guys are doing well here. Uh, You're bundled up. You're staying safe. You're staying warm. And uh, before we get into today's topic, which is all about uh, the power of bamboo. I wanted to share with you my experience of getting my second um, COVID shot. So I got the Pfizer and uh, last Wednesday uh, I had gone and gotten my second uh, dose after school and uh, had been, you know, in the back of my mind wondering, you know, what kind of side effects maybe I was going to have, if any, uh, because my first one was slightly mild, but everything that I have been had been reading and several people who had been uh, at the building already had gotten their second shots was that the second one packed a little bit more of a wallop. So I went and got the second shot, uh, went home, and went to bed a little bit earlier than normal. And when I woke up on Thursday morning, like, my left side, my arm, where I had gotten the um, shot certainly hurt like hell, I mean, way more than, than the first one. And I thought, okay, well, if that's what I got, like, that would be cool. Let me get on with the school day. And I got to work, and as the day progressively got um, going, my secretary was like, uh, Mike, you look really pale. So it's one of those things, right, um, part of being mindful, right, and trying to be present in the moment and being aware, right, where you're like, hmm, I don't feel as bad as maybe they are telling me are looking. And then, you know, I got a text from my wife saying, look, if you don't feel good, go home for the day. Um, I decided I was going to leave as soon as the kids left on the buses for the day. And so as soon as that happened, I went home. And like as soon as my head hit the pillow, I was out. I mean, I took like a two-hour nap in the afternoon, um, got up, like made it to the couch, laid there for a few hours, uh, watched some documentary on Netflix. And then I think I went to bed about 7 o'clock that evening and slept till about 5 the next morning. Um, so just like really super tired, um, got, uh, some arm soreness, which seemed to fade, but really, you know, 24 to 36 hours, um, after the second dose. And by Friday I was feeling fine. So if that's, you know, it for the side effects, um, then I'm okay with that. And if that's going to help, you know, um, as more people are getting vaccinated here, as, more people are are getting the vaccine, if that's going to help us get towards um, a little bit of a, you know, more normal, and and certainly I don't think for this school year that's going to look anything like it has in the past, maybe uh, the 21-22 school year, then, um, then you know, that's that's what's gonna happen. Now that doesn't mean with the second dose that, you know, I can take my mask off or I need to, um, you know, I can get, you know, within six feet and, and, and abandon all those things, no. Um, still have to practice all of those things and hopefully, you know, other people are doing that too as well. But, um, you know, that felt like a good check off to be able to get the vaccine. We have been in school all year and, um, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna keep moving forward here. So the title of today's episode is the power of bamboo. And when I was sitting in my office the other day and looking out the window, you know, we had already had some snow, it's cold here in Metro Detroit and um, I had this beautiful bamboo tree that um, some staff got me when I first became principal um, you know this is my eighth year so they had gotten it for me it was this little tiny plant it was sitting on top of um, a fridge that uh, I keep in my office for student medicines and uh, you know throw my lunch in there and so uh, against the window I have this bamboo tree and you know it provides a nice little bit of Um, thought about maybe some warmer temperatures and, um, a little bit of nature in the office, but also more importantly, over the course of eight years is that it did not grow for a couple of years. Now I'm not a master gardener of any sorts, but, um, you know, we do have a little bit of garden here in in the back and we grow some fruits and vegetables, but, um, I'm not a master gardener. I'm, I'm not a green thumb here. So I was just hoping that I didn't kill the plant Um, In the first year or so that this that the people gave me but a little bit of water a little bit of time and Then it seemed like overnight and I couldn't tell you what year it was but all of a sudden this bamboo tree started to grow and So now eight years in it is probably a foot and a half to two feet high. It really is is a beautiful plant Um, I really like looking at it and um, someone even commented the other day like oh my God, how long have you had this here for? It it looks wonderful. And the power in that and looking at it, and like I said, providing a little bit of nature is also rooted in the fact that in Japanese culture, that a bamboo tree is a symbol of good luck, but it also has some really important and powerful lessons embedded with it if we were to look at the bamboo tree and look at our own wellness and self-care journey. So the first thing about a bamboo tree that you may notice is that it bends and sways with what's coming at it. So instead of being so rigid, like if there was a breeze, and um, you know the weather out here yesterday, the winds were whipping. So it's kind of hard to estimate how much true snowfall we got because there certainly were drifts and stuff. But a bamboo tree will sway and move with it, and what keeps it from not breaking, is that its roots are firmly entrenched, right? Its roots, its foundation is so strong that it can bend and move with the strongest of things, but it will not break. It's never fighting against it. So, you know, in terms of where you are at in maybe your own wellness journey, in terms of where you were at in this school year, right? There's been a couple of times this week when I've been out on runs and I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this cold weather, this winter stuff to just be done. I want to look forward to sunnier days and not running on snow. And, you know, I want us to be back to normal because wearing a mask all day is not much fun, but it's not going to break, right? You have those moments, but then you're able to go back to what has been working, you know, what is consistent. And that is one of the foundations of a strong wellness practice. And one of the foundations of a bamboo tree is to be flexible, yet firmly rooted. Now, another part of a bamboo tree is that one of the things that distinguishes it from a lot of things is that it doesn't take a lot of processing and finishing if you were to like cut it down and go to use it. It's kind of always ready, right? So with that mindset of just kind of always being ready is a quote from an Aikido master and said that the warrior like bamboo is always ready for action. And so that you are always mindful of the present moment, always ready to be called to do something of service, always ready to acknowledge, you know, what is happening and and to not be so, caught off guard. And so this past week, there's been a little bit of, of talk of like when and if, is there going to be um, a call for all of the students to come back to school this year at some point, right? And so one of the things that I have learned over um, this last year is to always kind of have like contingency plans ready to be able to go. And it's kind of like, if then, right? This is what we are going to do. And just to have kind of have that in your back pocket, it's not always to say that you need to be on pins and needles to be, but to be confident in knowing that you've done some of the other work that you can pull it out, be ready and be, you know, ready to go. So just like at the start of this podcast, right? I said, Hey, let's just stop and take a breath, right? Like I knew that if I just started talking and kind of rambling on, which may be a little bit of this this podcast it is, but I know I needed to just kind of stop, center myself even by taking one breath to then be ready to go to talk about bamboo trees, COVID shots, and so on. So like I said, bamboo is a symbol of good luck. And one of the things is that, you know, even in this winter weather that we have here, right? The resiliency of being weighted down by um, heavy snow or even, you know, being covered in rain or mud or whatever is the ability to bounce back. And that's one of the, the core values, I guess, of a, of a piece of bamboo is its ability to bounce back from whatever adversity that it has. And so again, right, if you're talking about your own self-care journey, if you're talking about your own wellness, right? Maybe you've tried some things so far to start this new year and, and maybe they're not working. Maybe you need to abandon those, but you're always ready to spring back, to bounce back because you know that at the end of the day, what you do matters and that in order to be at your best, right, you have to acknowledge the things that are working, continue to use those things and be able to say there are some things that aren't working and be ready to just discard those and move on now at the beginning of the podcast and maybe even last week's episode right I talk about how you cannot pour from an empty cup right you also cannot fill a cup which is already full right So if you're looking at it from that perspective and um, from a piece of bamboo, right? If you were to cut the pieces of bamboo open, right? It's usually um, a, a little bit of, you know, it's hollow inside, right? So the idea behind this about being too full and about being hollow is that oftentimes, right, we get so much information, um, we, we talk a lot, we read a lot, and sometimes we have too much stuff inside of ourselves, right? We're so full of ourselves, we're so full of our own conclusions, and we don't have space for anything else, right? You have often heard the, the phrase sometimes, right? Like if just one more thing, if I just hear this one more time, right, then I'm going to lose it, I'm going to go over the edge, this is just too much. Right, so the idea, the thought of the bamboo, the idea of the hollowness, right, is that if we are able to empty ourselves, empty your minds of notions, possibilities, right, is that you become open to new ideas. And so, one of the things I love about like even a midwinter break, right, even during these four days that I had off, a Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and I'm going to cross my fingers right here now and say that maybe we might get one more day because with all the snow, you maybe can't get to all the city roads, county roads. It's supposed to be super cold tonight, but if I have to go in, (laughs) that'll be fine. But, um, you know, you open yourself up to the possibilities. And so during these four days when um, I really don't have anything planned on the schedule, and I have spent a lot of time doing some yoga and meditation, not checking my email, I'm not trying to do anything really work related. Is that you just kind of like look at the vastness and emptiness of a day and just see the possibilities. Now, for me, that was kind of my mindset. It's been interesting that, um, you know, my kids were like, oh my God, I'm so bored. What am I going to do? Like, we're not going to go anywhere, we're just going to be at home. And like, what am I going to do? And so trying to appreciate um, the emptiness that is in front of you can certainly be a little bit overwhelming at first, but like open yourself up to the possibilities, right? Uh, Example, my wife says, okay, I'm gonna just do some more of my knitting. Me, I'm gonna go spend some time on on my yoga mat. I have a couple of classes to teach coming up, so I'm gonna work on some of the flows for that. And, you know, finding wisdom (sighs) in that emptiness, in the space that is in front of us, um, can be a welcome thing. One of the things in terms of bamboo trees, too, is that you know they have this amazing potential for growth. And like I said, right, they didn't have very much um, growth the first maybe year or two in my office, but then all of a sudden, it started to grow and grow and now is this big, beautiful tree in my office. And it reminds me of the idea in Japanese culture about Kaizen, which is continuous improvement, just a little bit every day. Like what can you do today that is going to push you a little bit farther tomorrow? And it doesn't have to be a massive move. Like it can be one thing. And so I think in terms of like when, you know, they are talking about up, Coming spring testing. And that's a whole other subject for a whole other podcast that I don't want to get into. But, right, how can you chart growth every day that's just a little bit of improvement, right? Those standard yearly tests is just one snapshot in time. But if you were to take a look at the entirety of a year, Could you look at what you've been doing all along to show some continuous growth? Now, it may not show up on a standardized test, but can you see it in yourself, right? Can you see it in your family? Can you see it in your students? So this idea of Kaizen, continuous improvement, um, I think is a great idea to consider because sometimes everybody's looking for a quick fix, right? We have to take this online assessment and let's get a quick assessment of where we are. When we know that sometimes growth is not that. Sometimes growth, while we think it is on a straight trajectory, right? We've all seen those photos of squirrely up, down, take two steps forward, take three steps back, and it is not as simple as it seems. But can you embrace the idea of Kaizen? Can you commit to continuous growth? And no matter how slow, as long as you're moving forward, right, you're trending in the right direction. So the last part of, um, bamboo trees, right. And, and why I'm kind of choosing this is again, another quote about bamboo and bamboo in its, in its simplicity expresses its usefulness and man should do the same. Now, what does that mean? Is that like, sometimes if you sit back and like, I do not like large gatherings, I'm not a huge conversationalist per se, um, and sitting here and talking on the podcast is probably the best way that I get to um, maybe express some of the thoughts and ideas and stuff is that sometimes we spend too much time trying to convince others, right? And so you're listening to this about, or ourselves about how worthy we are, right? How smart we are. And we're trying to draw this attention and praise, And oftentimes, we complicate the simple to impress, and we fail to simplify the complex out of fear that others may know what we know. And so one of the things I have, um, I took as some great feedback um, a couple of years ago. You know, I've been talking about wellness and self-care and just sharing what works for me and acknowledging that, hey, um, we all are important. What you do matters is after a presentation, uh, another administrator had come up to me and he was like, you know what, Mike? Like, you can continue to say this message like over and over again. And sometimes like that is what I needed to hear on that particular day. Like if you pick up one piece of information, then it made it all worth it. And so that idea of just, expressing usefulness through simplicity right um nothing that we are talking about here is groundbreaking or um, anything new it's all kind of been written before maybe talked before but i'm just sharing it with you in a format for kind of what has worked for me right as an educator talking about why self-care and wellness for you is so important for the communities that you serve as well as yourself That's just my perspective, right? And sharing it through this medium, through the podcast, or through the Schoology is how I'm choosing to share and express it. And you may agree with it. You may not. You may find one thing that kind of resonates with you today, and that's kind of what I tell um, my daughter or my son or, you know, people who I'm giving a book to as like, you know, and I don't know who said it, but you could spend $15, $20 on a book. And if you pull one or two great pieces of information away from it, was it worth it? Can you apply it? Then it was worth it. So that's all this podcast is trying to do, right? I'm just gonna try and share with you as we go through like some of my um, own personal, you know, self-care reflections or what I am doing along with some topics here. And today just happen to be sharing about like my bamboo tree. In my office, some lessons that I have learned from it, and maybe some things that you can take for you and apply. So, that's gonna do it today for the Educator Wellness Center podcast. Um, it's now available on iTunes and Google. Still working with Podbean because that's the uh, platform that I'm using, and it's like under the free um, platform for right now. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to navigate how I get it out to different places for people to to maybe be able to engage in it and, you know, find some usefulness in it. So you can find it over on Podbean. You can also find it on iTunes. You can find it on Google. Just type in Educator Wellness Center, uh, subscribe, you know, leave a review. I think that helps obviously push it to other people. You can also send me an email, which I have set up. Um, it's Educator Wellness Center, all one word, at gmail.com. That's going to do it for this week. Keep moving forward, and I will catch up with you down the road.